Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 61 and the ninth episode of The Path of Abjuration. In case you haven't figured it out yet, this will be Gibetto's solo episode. You can probably expect us to round out the cycle of solo one-shots over the next couple of weeks. Also, I promised this would be a long arc, and I don't lie to you. At least, not in the intros. If you've got feedback, we want to hear it. Adventureinc.podbean.com has links to every way you can get a hold of us. You can also see them in the show notes. Let us know what you think about the whole thing. We are always excited to listen to people's thoughts. Anyway, let's get started. Previously on Adventure Incorporated. Elatrix looks at you guys and he says, So, where do you want to go? The abjuration one, right? The only one who can, like, tether us is him. Right. Can't we all, we all go with him? And we all jump down the thing. Isn't the, the gate already open, basically? <clears throat> That's what I understood. Yeah. I, like, I, I've been oh, so Oh, then what are we standing here on... for? And Gebetto jumps yeah. in. What? All right. Okay. Nobles and farmers, knights and wenches, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Keth, the fighter monk. Real quick before we leave, Keth looks around for... uh, Do not cut off some of Grimlock Iron Shaper's skin. That's just... (laughs) (laughs) Genuvera, the sorcerer. Like. Right, I knew what you meant. <laughs> Gebetto, the rogue. Uh, Gebetto's gonna kill the skeleton. Okay. Uh, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Gebetto's gonna rub his luck charm. <laughs> Gillick, the paladin warlock. With this shield, I will lay down my life for all of you, except Asher. <laughs> Boom. Asher, the druid barbarian. Does any does anybody look familiar to Keth? No one in this court looks familiar to Keth. We've forgotten our faces, guys. But even <laughs> <laughs> prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. Um, yeah, so you, Gibetto, you're the first one to jump into that uh, glowing portal on the ground and you feel that rushing sensation, the squeezing, the pulling, the, uh, the, the crushing and the tugging. You feel that whirling across, like around you, that, that swirling and that, that loud noise. And then everything turns yellow for a moment. And then you open your eyes. There's a lot of commotion going on around you, a lot of a lot of movement. It's bright and and you feel but it feels familiar. You sort of look around a couple of times like for a minute and blink your eyes a couple of times, and you realize you're standing in the center of a crowded street in Verena. Part huh. of your part of your old stomping grounds. Like you've you've been here many times before. Uh, yeah there's uh spent 30 years in this city right uh and this place in particular there are lines of guild associated um like merchants like they just set up 
little shops here and like a little uh, bazaar of kind of a kind. Um, sure. What? Um, I said sure. Jibeto's uh, super nervous. Um, as I recall, I did not leave this place in a great situation. Like I, in my character's history, right? Like you probably remember better than I do because you've read it more recently. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but didn't I like just barely escape under the cover of night? Like running away from the Cardozas? Yeah. So you had a, a, a an interesting run in with the Cardozas where they sort of, the Cardozas being more or less a crime family that runs the alchemists guild. Um, well, yeah. And like, Gebetto suspects most of the guilds in the city, but but the only thing you know for sure is the alchemist yeah, yeah, guilds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They, you sort of crossed them a couple of times, uh, you know, trying to make a cheap deal. I suspect, yeah. or, or maybe I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't know how Gebetto would ever cross someone, especially in a <laughs> position of power or like. Someone who doesn't, I don't know, like a joke or whatever. But yeah, I suspect a couple times it was for personal game, and a couple of times <laughs> it was just like just buffoonery. Uh, that you pissed him off enough that you more or less got the "if you ever come back, we'll kill you" treatment. Um, sure. And so you haven't really been back to Verena. You came shortly with the group, but you guys were sort of on the outskirts of Verena. That's where you guys met up with your. Uh, timelines iron shaper right uh, but that was not like deep in to Verena you are in the heart of Verena right here like uh, as you sort of look up at the horizon you can see the palace just like 300 yards away yeah <laughs> yeah now the Cardozas okay. the Cardozas don't live in the palace but no but this is the heart <laughs> right yeah um, Great. cool yeah wonderful <laughs> Thanks. Hey, Anthony. I just, I really feel like Gebetto needs a win. Okay, Mike. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm glad you told me how you're feeling. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> Gebetto... <laughs> Gebetto's looking out, uh, he, you know, I'm sure, because uh, he's only been at Adventure Inc. for, what, like a year and change now, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And so... I don't even, actually, I would say it's probably not even been a year. It's probably been about nine months since you guys started there. Yeah, so, Verena's still pretty fresh. Like, I I imagine, obviously, like, the the tale, the telltale signs of, like, a growing city, right? Like, there's there's a couple of new buildings everywhere. There's, you know, there's... A couple of changes, but for the most part, it still feels and breathes like the like the city. So well, and especially here because of um, sort of how how close to the heart of the city you are. This part is like pretty entrenched. Um, okay. And, cool. and in fact, um, uh, yeah, you, you like you yeah. even recognize a lot of the people selling things here, like Great. a lot of the little shops. Wonderful. Yeah, that that's cool. Cool. 
they um, they don't really seem to be paying attention to you i should add <laughs> yeah they, the guy that just like appeared in yellow light in front of them like why would that be a thing um that's cool uh Gebetto is going to look immediately for the first kind of like dark alley to like sneak into and like catch his breath and like mentally prep himself yeah okay uh like right off to your right uh maybe 30 feet away there is an alley that sort of separate that sort of slips between these two little stalls um both of them uh, fortunately seem to be uh like dealing with customers and so you pretty you pretty quickly i mean you've always been particularly good at sort of blending in in verena uh when you want to as you know Gibetto is good at being ostentatious when he wants to as well um but but especially here you seem to have a knack to be able to blend in with a crowd excellent cool yeah i want to i just want to duck in i want to try and like i don't know figure out if this is what was supposed to happen like uh, you know, thinking to himself, he's probably like, okay, so like, I know abjuration is about this sort of thing, movement and, um, and like distance and, ah, like, is this what was supposed to happen? I thought I was supposed to end up on the plane of abjuration. So like, what went wrong? So you're kind of pacing back and forth at the far end of this alley, like yeah. sort of against against the back wall. Um, and you see at the end, uh, a short figure comes moving through the alleyway, sort of looking over his shoulder. Back behind him toward the group, uh, like toward, toward the street. Is it Gillick? It is not Gillick. Uh, it's a halfling. Is it the little son of a bitch from the from the camp? No, uh, <laughs> he's the only other you... halfling you've put in the game. So I <laughs> that's <don't know>. true. <laughs> that's true. What are you going to do as this figure starts to move down this alleyway? He's moving toward me. Incidentally, okay. Like not with purpose. He's not moving toward you. Like after you, he's just moving down the alley towards you. Because he's moving down the because alley. Yeah, right. Um, okay, Gibetto's going to He does like, seem to be carrying like a small satchel. Okay, Gibetto's going to like hold it together um, and just kind of nonchalantly walk the rest of the way down the alleyway. Um, like, because I imagine it's like the type of thing where it goes down and then it like dog legs out, right? It actually just kind of ends. Oh, it's like a straight alleyway, so, so it just like kind of ends. No um, escape situation, huh? <clears throat> well, you could try to duck into there. There are like some piles of like boxes and barrels and things on either side of the alleyway. Uh, the wall at the back, you could try to scale and jump over, although it's pretty high. Um, sure. There are also doors into the two buildings on either side, but you haven't really scouted those. Chibeto's gonna go ahead and. Um drop his backpack and like let things fall out of it and then he's gonna stop and like bend down and take 
his sweet ass time picking up everything and repacking it while watching this guy. Okay. Uh, just just trying to like look like, oh, I'm a tourist who kind of took the wrong turn, ended up down an alleyway, got a little nervous, dead ends, you know, big city. Uh, yeah, so you, he's like uh, sort of, he's got this bag like pressed up against him and he's looking over his shoulder and he about like stops almost to like start thumbing through the bag and you drop your backpack and, and he like snaps his eyes up and he, his like eyes are like full of fear um, and you recognize him. This is one of, he is also an alchemist and he is an old buddy of yours. One who you trusted fairly well. I mean, like this is not, he's not one of the Cardozas basically. Sure. Uh, uh, was he, was he kind of like, was he close with me? Like when I, when I realized the, like the corruption going on with, with the, the Cardoza family, was that like. So I, he... I suspect I suspect that you like maybe so here here's how I suspect it went down. There had yeah. always been some rumors about the corruption of the Cardoza family, but mm-hmm. for the most part, the lot of you just sort of ignored it, right? Sure. Uh, Until and, and, and at the point where it became obvious to you, you did not have a chance to stick around, right? So you never really had a conversation with him about the Cardozas specifically, but you all just sort of know that they're like, they were the assholes at the top. Sure. And, and somehow he, he survived the fire too. Um, Like he was not in the, in the blaze that. Right. Right. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, So Um, he's a, uh, he's a halfling. His name is, is, well, his nickname is snake, but, all right. Uh, you know that his his real name is Sylvester. Cool. Um, but he looks at you like terrified as you're sort of like packing up your stuff. And then he goes, oh, uh, I didn't see you there. You sly dog. Gibetto? How the hell you been? How the hell you been? Oh, Gibetto, what are you doing here? I can't believe it. What are you doing here? This is... You can't be here. This is not good. Don't, man, don't I know it. That's why I'm... I, uh, like, I did not plan to be here right now. Um, I'm kind of in some shit. Like, uh, I've got uh, a thing going on. I'm, 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 I'm doing things on the on the straight and narrow now. Like, I'm, I've come a long way. Um, Gibetto, I, there are four bounties on your head in Verena. Only four. Uh. Any, uh anyway, um, no, like, I just, I can't. That's, ah, uh, I know, okay. I know, I know, Look. I know. Like that's why I'm, that's why I'm hiding in the the back of an alley. That's why I'm pretending that I'm, I'm the type of guy that might drop my stuff. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be here. I tried. This is gonna sound insane. Um, I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to walk the planes, dude. Like I'm trying to go. I've got he's a just lot like, of work. Like yeah, I'm, he's I'm, making like a strange face at you. Yeah. Like a yeah. like he doesn't understand fully what you're saying, uh, but that you're like you're clearly worked up about something. So, okay, so so you know magic, right? Like, and you know how like people are like, oh, it's a it's a it's a force. Well, it it comes from somewhere. Gibetto, Gibetto, Gibetto. Let's not talk about this here. 
uh, here. Uh, yeah, where? What? What can we do? Where can? Where can I go? Well, like, do you have a place? Yes. Like, I don't want to put sort you out, of. but like, I'm okay. Look, I I've hooked up with some people. I'm not really supposed to just bring people there, but come with me. Um, and he sort of like scoots forward toward the end of the alley uh, to where you came from. Okay, cool. Uh, I will follow. Uh, he like stops at the end and he's like, do you know the Cardozas, the Bisus, uh, the Church of Iora? Uh, you've been pissing off everybody, Gibetto. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, I, I just kind of assumed the Bisus were like in with the Cardozas. I didn't I didn't think that they would like put out their own hit on me too. Um I killed one of them. You killed and he, you, you killed one of the Bisu brothers? Yeah. Um and kind of a like I mean they were trying to kill us, so like I mean it's it's all's fair in love and war, right? But like yeah, whoa. <sighs> That explains a lot about how they've been acting. Well, Wait, I guess how they, he's been acting. I was going to say, they? <laughs> I thought they were twins, but... They like are, yes. but he... There have been rumors that one of them died. They've oh, not, sure. Yeah, no, that's true. he's still pretending that, that, that it's not true. Super dead. Stabbed him right through the heart. <sighs> oh, okay, regardless... Um. All right. He points to a uh, down down the the street a little ways. He's like, down there, you'll see that statue with the fountain around it. Sure. I'm gonna scoot over there as fast as I can. There's a small little combination of switches and levers I'm gonna press. It's gonna open up one of the granite blocks next to the fountain. Watch very carefully where I go down. I'll leave it unlocked, and you'll just have to come in after me. Um. Be quick, be stealthy. I'm counting on you on this. Oh, yeah, of course. He nods and he, uh, like, flips up his hood. Um, and he says, oh, also hold this. And he hands you the satchel. Uh, and then he darts mm. off down the uh, alley or down the street. Immediately, uh, Gibetto is putting putting the satchel into his backpack all the way at the bottom. Okay, perfect. Um, um, anyone that was friends with me in Verena, <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent on the up and up, like trusting. <laughs> like, <laughs> and anyone who's willing to take a chance and house someone with four fucking bounties on his head, <laughs> this, this dude wants something. Like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you see him scoot down the street. Uh, you sort of see him dart in and out of a couple of people, like between their legs or, or around them or whatever. Um, and he moves his way down toward the fountain. And the fountain is like a, a large fish, like spraying water into the air down into a fountain below, but like a stone fish on a dais. Sure. Um, and it's got a little lip where the pool uh, in the center is. So he sort of just like reaches under the lip for a second and, and you see him fiddling with something. Um, and then he moves to the edge of the the, the side of the um, the fountain that faces the palace. 
Yeah. And he just like pushes down with his foot on um on like a piece of of brick and it slides in and then you just see him walk like almost just sort of disappear down. Okay. Cool. Uh and the brick sort of slides back, but you can you you know pretty well where he was. Excellent. Um real quick. Mhm. Gebetto wants to pull out one of his candles. Okay. Um, and the tinderbox. Yeah. And I want to like, I want to melt as much wax as I can really quickly and mix the melted wax with my uh, my yellow dust and put it in my hair so that my hair is not like this fiery red anymore. It's more like slicked back and blondish, right? Um, is the goal uh, to try and disguise myself a little bit before I walk out into the square um, okay okay hold on just a sec then let's do this and this yeah um, doesn't work great not great uh, okay. you slick your hair back and it does that part um, it's definitely a different look for you uh, <laughs> But it uh, it doesn't really do a whole lot to change that fiery color. It's really okay. hard to overcome. Sure. Um, uh, then I'm just gonna put the put put the hat back on. Uh, put Horton's hat back on. On the upside, uh, you did kind of look like a used carriage salesman. Sweet. Perfect. Great. <laughs> uh, if I need to make some deals in town, <laughs> I'm good now. You probably would be better off not doing it, honestly. <laughs> Says you. No one trusts a used carriage salesman. Hey! Three good <laughs> axles! Fourth one was just fixed! <laughs> Gebetto's got this. <laughs> Alright, uh, so... Figured I'd give it a shot. Uh, now I'll go ahead and... Uh, yeah, try and... Try and move quickly and without being noticed to the same place. What is your stealth modifier? And I assume you're trained in stealth. Oh, yes. I'm very trained in stealth. Uh, my stealth modifier is plus seven, and I have advantage on all checks. Yeah. Uh, you scoot through town uh, pretty quickly and stealthily, uh, you know, ducking. At one point, you do have to, like, duck underneath. You see, like, a, a group of um, well-connected individuals that you recognize and so you like dart underneath someone's booth sure uh but they don't they don't see you and then you just sort of dart out the other side uh and continue on and you get over to the fountain great um i'm gonna go over to where where snake had just disappeared make a stealth check sure Ooh, uh, 26. Yeah, you, uh, you sort of like nonchalantly lean against the, uh, the fountain for a second. You sort of glance around and when you're certain no one is watching, you kick down into the stone and it slides back and you just sort of drop down a couple of feet. Um, Mm -hmm. and then the stone slides back and you're standing in this little underground chamber that has a set of staircase, a little bit. A staircase that leads down underneath the city. Cool. Man. Snake's been after it. This is sick. Um, so as I'm 
walking in here. Thank God I've got dark vision. Uh, I guess I'll follow these stairs. Yeah, you don't have to go very far. Uh, probably like 200 feet or so. Um, you come to a large wooden door uh, that has like sort of one of those slidey eye holes, you know? Sure. Uh, and it's, but it's, it's shut. Okay. Um, let's see. I want to look around in the hallway to see if I can see any traps, like uh, little arrow holes or anything like that. Um, What's your investigation? It is... And are you trained in it? I am plus six, and yes, I'm proficient. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, you do, like, you're you're getting pretty good, especially you see, like, uh, how the walls are built. That there's, it would be very, very difficult uh, to build traps into them uh, that you wouldn't be able to detect, and you don't okay. see any. Cool. Um, then I'm going to go ahead and give it a little knockity knock knock. The the door thing slides up. It's like, and uh, you just see this pair of eyes glare down at you, um, and you hear uh, from inside. You hear. Uh, snake yell like ah, he's with me I just told you about him and you hear the, the person who owns the pair of eyes looking down at you just like <laughs> and then shunk, and the door clicks open cool some sweet foley work there yeah you. yeah that was good that was good <laughs> I appreciate it uh, is is the guy that opens the door a monkey in a tuxedo like in who framed our derivat? No, the man who opens the door is Horton. massive. Oh. He is probably seven, seven and a half feet tall. He has gray skin with black markings on it. Cool. Um, you have never met anyone who looks like him. But he doesn't say anything to you. He just sits back down in a little chair next to the door. Like a um, tiny chair? Like a chair for halflings and gnomes? <laughs> like a like a chair for humans, but he makes <laughs> it look like a tiny chair. Perfect. Excellent. That rules. Um, and the sort of the room opens up into it looks like this might have been an old cistern for a sewer of some kind. Mm-hmm. But the sewer isn't running through here anymore. Uh, a couple of large round wooden tables have been set up that have all kinds of like papers and 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 maps and drawings all over sure. them uh, a number of chairs all around uh torches line all of the walls and a, and a nice fireplace has been built up um where the they've like figured out a cool way to like all of the smoke gets pushed out to the edge of town uh oh, through cool. underground tunnels um and uh you see Snake and half a dozen other people uh, all sort of like huddled around a table. Um, one of them is like a tall human wizard. Um, you can just tell by the way, like the clothes that he's wearing and that he's not sure. uh, not a fighty type. He's definitely a, of the more magic persuasion. Yeah. Um, My hero. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a few other more say unsavory types uh as well yeah i i walk straight up to the wizard and i say the name's jibetto funkin one shoe stumble knackle timber shivers 
Nice to meet you. I'm Eridar. Wow. What a wizardly name. Welcome. That's, thank you. Um, I just... I know we just met, but uh, I just... I love what you do. <laughs> Magic, I mean. Says, and then oh. I do... I do a little minor illusion of like... Uh, I don't know... Uh, a ball that I throw back and forth. <laughs> he, uh, he like nods and like arches his back and then like wings burst out of his back and he rises up into a giant gold dragon, uh, like filling this chamber and then pops right back into a human form. Um, because that was his illusion that he did to yeah, yeah, yeah. show back at you. <laughs> cool. Well, I mean, um, you know, not bad for a for a little guy, right? And I he says, shrug and I like <laughs> <laughs> He's like he's got like a little like a smirk, uh uh with like a twinkle in his eye. Uh he says I always appreciate someone who can who can also conjure the illusions of the mind. Yeah, so like um I've got all sorts of I've got all sorts of stuff going on, and I don't know. Um, does time feel like it's moving at a normal pace? Like what? Yeah. Um, so since you've arrived, everything is normal. This okay feels in all ways like real. The real world. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, God. Um, Sorry, um, everyone else, yeah, hi, uh, I'm Gebetto, uh, I've known Snake for, god, what is it, 15, 20 years at least? Um, uh, an elf woman in, like, like real, like, le- like, pretty, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, don't know. Badass leather armor. <laughs> cool. It's, so it's tough to remember that way. word. Well, I was trying to find something a little more elegant, but it didn't, it wasn't coming, so that's what we'll go with. Yeah. She, she's like, why are we have? Why did we let him in here? Everyone is looking for this gnome. Why, why risk it? And Snake's like, Gibetto's really good. He can help us with this. I know he can. Yeah, you gotta risk it for the biscuit. And I dig in my backpack to find the, the thing that Snake gave me. Uh. Yeah, you pull out like Snake's bag and like hold it out uh, dramatically. Yeah, and Snake's yeah, yeah. Like Snake, uh, like sort of gets like a nervous look across his face, and he's like, "Oh, uh, thanks, Gibetto," and he grabs it and he like <laughs> t- sort of tucks it away. Sure. Uh, and he like just sort of leans to you, and he's like, "That's just a purse I stole." <laughs> cool. Uh, <laughs> as much as things change, right? <laughs> She the the elf just rolls her eyes, um, uh, and uh, the <laughs> yeah snake says this is the illusionary scroll. That's that's what we call ourselves. Oh, I was gonna say what what scroll? There's we're, a lot of papers on these tables. We're the illusionary scroll. What what does that mean? Well, we're like a, a an organization. Okay, basically the Cardozas have gotten out of hand. 
Oh, I know. They, when, you know, the whole time they tried to set me on fire and burn everyone down to the ground. Uh, that was a little out of control. Yeah. Since then, it's it. Well, mostly they succeeded. Uh, they drove pretty much all of the alchemists out of business, uh, and they've started cornering other markets too. We're we're pretty sure they've already infiltrated most of the merchant guilds. Sneaker. Are you making fun of my voice? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you got me. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it's a racial thing. Why are you going to be like that? Come on. Oh. You've met my parents. You know what they sound like. It's not my fault. Everyone just assumes because I'm a halfling, I need to talk like you. That's fair. I understand. <laughs> it's the it's the size thing. <laughs> it is. Um. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's my fault. Uh, he Snake says, as he sort of like pulls you away from the group who go back to like working on their their little whatever they're working on. Sure. He says, I don't really trust all of these people. Uh, some of them are okay. And they're they were all working toward the same goal, but I didn't bring you down here to worry about them as much. We're we're gonna try to work on our thing. We think we know a way that we can sort of unseat the Cardozas a little bit. Uh, oh hell yeah! Um, but I brought you here just to get you out of the way, man. What what are you thinking? So, like I said, I wasn't trying to get here. Um, we. You've heard of Adventure Incorporated, right? Yeah, that's like a like one of those uh, contract companies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the best contract company with the coolest headmasters in it. Uh, I'm one of them. Anyway, uh, I started working for them about nine months ago. Uh, we're on this job, and I. I jumped into a portal. I thought I was going to go someplace very different than where I ended up. Uh, okay. Um, what can I do to help you? Fuck. Um, well, how's your, uh, how's your knowledge of the arcane? That's what I thought. Um, I don't know, maybe some time with, uh, with Eladar over there, or, uh, yeah, wizardy, I, wizard, wizard, what? Even, even he's, he's an illusionist. Do you need an illusionist? Not yet. Maybe later. Um, <laughs> right now, all I really need is, a, God, I don't know, someone who knows things about planar travel? Okay, well, I'll, I'll see what I can do for you. Which um, seems like a crazy thing to say, but like... I, I don't really know where I'm going to look for something like that, but I'll see what I can do to help. For now, I I think I have uh, a way to help you. Okay. At least in the short term. Um, a, a little safe house I have set up. Okay. So, we're trying to... While we're trying to figure out a way to get into the vault of the Kingmaker, I'm going to send you uh, to the safe house to gather some of my supplies. 
You can lay low there for a couple of days. I'll come and get you uh, and the supplies, and we can all go together to try to break into the vault. Excellent. I was going to say, I don't want to... I don't want to miss an opportunity to stab a fucking Carzo- Cardoza if I can. I understand that. Here, um, you and I, we can go together, and then I'll just come back to these guys, and we can finish our plan. All right. Um, I'll get you to the safe house, but it's really, the magic only works for one person inside the safe house at any given time. Okay, it's like a safe solitary that's kind of weird well it's, it's fine it's, it's I'm heavily not enchanted judge. with an illusion to try and keep other people from seeing it but it's not it can't it's sure. not strong enough to cover more than one person okay uh, you know i've learned a lot about just not questioning things recently so let's do this um okay so the two of you uh he sort of like turns back to the group and he says i'll be back and then the two of you head up the stairs and back out the fountain. Um, he sort of like heads out first. Um, and then when it's clear, he's like gives you a little whistle. Um, and so you pop up back out of the fountain. Um, and the two of you travel together uh, through town. Both of you have like, he, he like handed you like a cloak down there to like cover yourself up as you're traveling. Sure. Um, just to make it a little less conspicuous. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, he takes you like down a couple of back roads, some places you've been, but maybe not in this order. You know, like this is not like a path you've you know super well, uh, but you've you certainly know the general area you're in. Um, mm-hmm. And he he takes you and he's like, okay, it's it's just up these stairs here. And it's like in the, you're in like a back alley with a little like uh, like stone staircase that leads up. Uh, up to a like a second floor above a on a giant brick building. Um, can I make an insight check to to see how I feel, like to see if I'm still trusting this dude? Like I, I don't know something. Something feels really weird about the the safe house story. So here's um, how insight checks are going to work from now on. Okay, they're going to change a little bit. Cool. That's fine. Um, and this is the second time everyone else will be getting this explanation. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. It's okay. Maybe the first. I don't know what order they're coming in. Anthony um, wouldn't let me listen to everybody else's. So when you make an insight check, I want you to ask a pointed question, make the insight check, and tell me the result. And I will answer the question based off your result. That's a really cool way to do it. So you have to decide if you trust the person or not based off the answer I give you. Sure. Okay. Um, Is the door that he is pointing me to actually going to lead me to the safe house? So, so what you have to ask him a question. Oh, I see. like Gibetto uh, yeah, has yeah, yeah. to okay. ask him a question. Um, hey. What's waiting for me on the other side of this door? Alright, roll the insight check. Alright. Uh thirteen. He says 
my safe house, and also all of my supplies. And what specifically am I looking for for your supplies? He sort of smirks. Oh, do you want to make another insight check? Um, I or mean, is that, is that how it works? Yeah, am make I another insight to? check. Okay. Make another insight check. Uh, that one's worse. 11. He smirks and he says, explosives. Even if he's lying, he is fucking a man after Gebetto's heart. Uh, excellent. And Gebetto is in to follow him into the safe house. Okay, well, so, uh, yeah, he just points. He says, head on up. It's It's unlocked. You can just head in and then lock it when you get in there. I do. Okay. I do exactly that. You head up the stairs and you throw open the door and on the other side is a like about 15 Cardozan bodyguards. God damn it. And he says, (laughs) (laughs) he shouts from down below. There he is. I told you I'd get him for you. Throw me the gold. God damn it. What are you going to do? So, uh, you're standing up on this second floor. You're pretty close to the top of the wall, uh, and you could scramble up the side of the building. Both of them would require a successful, a fairly difficult but successful athletics check. Um, you could turn and try to bolt back down the stairs away from the group, um, or you could start attacking, You could, or whatever else you can come up with. I All mean, right. you're usually good for it, so let's um, see it. God, you son of a bitch! I can't believe you did this to me! And he's gonna look at the at the guards and be like, you know, I'm not even gonna do a thing. Um, if you don't mind, I just one last drink, right? And he's gonna reach and he's gonna grab uh, one of the potions of diminution. Okay. <laughs> and he's going to pop that and drink it to try and help give him, like, quickness to get away. Can you read me the text of the Potion of Diminution? I honestly don't know what it is. Okay, great. <laughs> um, I can try and find it in the drive. Give me a second. Yeah, I'll see if I can find it, too. Uh, I just, last second, like, looking at the stuff that I've got. <laughs> I thought that would be more fun than using the immovable rods. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I'm on board. I just don't know what it does. Me neither. <laughs> I think it's on here. Let's see. Item list. Um, and of course, you it blacked is. out. It's right here. So when you drink this potion, you gain the reduce effect of the enlarge reduce spell for 1d4 hours. So you'll be tiny for the next four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's forever. <laughs> okay, great. Um, and I don't know if being tiny does anything for me in 5th edition. <laughs> I, well, let's find out. D&D Beyond. We're going to go over here and we're going to get the Enlarge Reduce spell. 
here we go. Reduce. The target's size is halved in all dimensions, and its Great. weight is reduced to one-eighth of its normal. <laughs> the reduction decreases its size by one category, from medium to small, for example. Until the spell ends, the target also has a disadvantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. The target's weapons also shrink to match its new, new size. While these weapons are reduced, the target's attack... Uh, with them deal 1d4 less damage this can't be this can't reduce the damage below one okay that's great (laughs) so so, jimeno's three foot eight normally correct correct so now you're one foot ten yep (laughs) (laughs) great (laughs) how much does jimeno normally weigh Oh, a massive, incredible 38 pounds. Okay, great. No, 35 pounds, sorry. 35. That's right. Just want to make sure I'm accurate here. That makes you four pounds. Four and three quarters pounds. (laughs) I'm just a tiny little boy, Anthony. You can't hurt me. How... A foot is not. That is remarkably small. Yeah, Yeah. you're like uh, a forearm. You're like baby Groot. Yeah, great, perfect, perfect. This is good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Really glad that's what I did. Uh, You (laughs) you shrink down for the next four hours. Yep. Uh, And then what are you doing? Um. Also, by the way, I put in, I typed in 35 divided by 8 into Google just to really quickly get the the calculator thing to pop up. But the first search result is Isaiah 35 8. Which is what? Uh, And a highway will be there. (laughs) A roadway. And it will be called the Highway of Holiness. The unclean will not travel on it, but but it will be for him who walks that way, and fools will not wander on it. Well, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> Javetto's taking the highway of holiness, baby. Give it to me. No, it said fools shall not wander on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it also says in 35.9, no lion will be there, nor will any vicious beast go upon it. So, well, that's too bad, you, boy. <laughs> too bad you're not 35.9. You're only 35.8. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh is definitely still trying to haul ass away. Uh, I just figure with my smaller size now, the handhold should be a lot better on the wall. And you're lighter, so you will have disadvantage on your strength check. Oh, yeah. But the strength but, check should be much easier. Yes. Remarkably so. Okay, so and, you're going to try to scramble up the wall? I would like to use acrobatics personally. Um, so here's here's what I'll allow. Um, <laughs> make like an acro- I would like to. Yeah, I will have you make an acrobatics check as you take the potion to jump at your full height. Oh, sure, to give me a, like a head start. Sh- right, shrink in the air, and then <laughs> that will determine the DC for the uh, athletics check. Okay, cool. So make your acrobatics check. Uh, that is 21. 
No, yeah. 19. Okay, now make your athletics check at disadvantage. Fuck. One. That's I a rolled. Dis- I rolled a 14 and a 2, and I have a minus 1 mod to <laughs> athletics. Because I'm a weak little boy. <laughs> he's just a little tiny little man okay yeah you jump up and you try to scramble up the wall and one of the guards comes running out and just slaps a hand on you and sort of pins you to the wall sure um and he says not so fast you hear a growling noise coming from on top of the wall but no beast shall walk upon it, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> One of the guards shouts, What's that? And as you look up, walking along the top of the wall is a dark... It's Asher. No, it is a Fuck. dark black six-legged cat with two large tentacles coming off of its back. Uh-uh. Lodged into the back of its head into its neck area is a golden yellow crystal. It leaps down and sort of like tackles at this, this guard that is holding you and you sort of drop down and fall onto it. And then you and it blink away. Great. You are now on an, on a roof several feet away you can see the guys down like you know maybe 40 feet away but like two roofs over um but it's just you and this creature and it is growling angrily at you and it looks like it's ready to pounce and it splits into two roll initiative oh as tiny little tiny me (laughs) as tiny little tiny you Oh, potion of diminution. You really fucked me this time. (laughs) Man. All right. Well, that's what I get. All right. Here we go. That's not great. (laughs) My initiative. That's just uh, your dex mod, right? Yep. It's been so long. Uh, So, 12. Okay, yeah, you actually go first. Wow. Um, so these two creatures are already like in, like just engaged with you. Um, they're sort of moving slowly around you, um, but you have the first opportunity. You pull out this, you know, sort of shrunk down my swishy uh, and get well, ready to... Well, not yet. Oh, um, okay. I actually think... I'm going to pull out the two immovable rods. Okay. And I'm going to hold my action, holding the button down on one of the rods. Okay. So that when the animal comes to bite at me, I'm going to try and stick it in its mouth and let go of the button. With the idea being that you'll be able to, like, choke it because the rod won't move? 
right or like yeah so like i'll i'll stick it out like it'll it'll go to like bite down i'll let go of it and it'll be like jammed there in space so that like if it ends up being in its throat because my arm is so far down its mouth that it'll take damage when it like tries to pull out or like pull back yeah pulling out doesn't work Um, yeah exactly that's what i want to teach them abstinence (laughs) is the only way that's not what i said Uh, I read I that just, in I, Isaiah 35, 4. 10, 35, 10. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think we've ever quoted scripture in the show before. That'll be interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't sure. know. Th- th- it's... I'm, no, no, I'm just trying to parse what I think is how this is going to work. So, like, I'm holding an action for an attack, right? Mm-hmm. And then I want, I guess I want to take damage from the bite to be able to get the rod all the way down the throat and then let go. Okay. I feel like that's the only way I can do it, right? Like that's, that's the only way conceivably I could get inside the mouth of this thing. Um, oh God, I am tiny. That's not going to work. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, you're real small. Because these things are way bigger than me, right? Yeah, like they're probably uh, like ground to shoulder at least twice your height. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm not going to try and do that. Sorry, I was thinking I was still 3'8", even though I just made the joke about the potion diminution. Yeah, yeah. Um, That is not at all what I'm going to do. I do not want to get bitten by these things because they will swallow me. Uh, And then I will be dead because I don't have any sort of teleport coolness. Um, and I'm like 40 feet off the ground you said I mean you're on a roof right yeah 40 feet off the ground not like it matters because they can teleport because we just teleported out of there to here um okay I'm gonna grab uh the my advanced tangle foot bag and I'm going to spike it at one of them. Okay. Uh, so what is... They, they have to make a dexterity check? Yeah, uh, yeah you haven't a, used a Tanglefoot bag in so long. So you have to remind me. Yeah, it's a... Because it's the advanced one, it's a DC 17 mm-hmm. uh, dex check. Or they are afflicted as though by the spell web. Okay. Uh, and I think it's a ranged touch attack that I have to, or a ranged, a ranged attack that I have to make to hit them first. Well, but if you were uh, within like a foot of you, then I'm not going to have you do. Oh, sure, that's fair. Uh. Okay, so the creature, it is now on dangerous terrain, but it is not restrained. Okay. It did not get, yeah. It, it broke the DC. Okay. Crap. All right. Um, and then, 
Uh, I'm on a roof. I'm going to run. You probably have like a, a 50 foot square that you're in pretty much the middle of. Sure. And but since they are I'm in half as tall. With you. Right. And since I'm half as tall, I can only move half as far. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'll use my. <laughs> this potion, man. <laughs> yeah, really, really boffed me. Uh, I was not expecting to suck so bad at the uh, the, at the athletics, athletics check. check. Yeah, yeah, that kind of boned you. <laughs> yep. Oh well. Um, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, so yeah, I will disengage. Okay. And move back toward the edge of the building or toward the edge of the roof okay yeah you move 15 feet away um the creatures both close the gap awful quick sure that makes perfect sense what's your ac uh 17 unless i get some sort of bonus for being tiny uh they probably have a disadvantage trying to hit a tiny creature that's what we're gonna go with. Doesn't <laughs> matter. Um, yeah, one of the, so the the creatures dash forward and they're using their tentacles to try and swipe at you. Okay. Uh, one of the tentacles comes in and you easily jump out of the way. Uh, the second nails you, uh, and the the tentacles actually have like they sort of got a big meaty part at the end and a couple of uh, spikes sticking off of the actual pad of the tentacle. Mm-hmm. Um, so you take nine bludgeoning and two piercing. Okay. Cool. All right. Great. And the two are right up on you again. Yep. They sure are. Uh... All right. Um, Gibetos. So you are trained in stealth. Yep. So here's what I would say. You have the ability because at this small size, uh, because you can sort of run underneath them, I will let you make a stealth check each round. If you are successful, you can run behind, like you can confuse them by like running underneath them and around them. Oh, and sure. Get, like when you roll a ball underneath a dog's legs or like. Sure. And I'll a let little you, cat toy. Right. And I would give you advantage on uh, if you succeed at the stealth check. Okay. Great. Um, yeah, I'm going to try and do that. Uh, I, I notice, you know, they are twice as tall as me, like you said. So uh, I'm going to try and like angle a run so that I can slide underneath one of them and pop up on the other side of it. Okay, uh, make a stealth check. That is going to be 18 and 7 is 25. Okay, yeah. Uh, you run underneath their, this creature's legs and you pop up around the other side and sort of like it turns to its right, but you're on its left. Cool. Um, and that's when I strike with my swishy. Make an attack at regular. 
you would have advantage because of this, you know, this trick you've pulled. But when you go to make your attack, it feels you, you sort of stop for a second. It, something pulls you back like this creature might not really be where you think it is. Sure. Uh, but go ahead and make your attack at regular. All right. Uh, 14 and 8 is 22 to hit. 22 hits. Roll damage. And I will roll the d4 that uh, okay. will reduce your damage by. Right. All right. And You're I get reducing sneak attack your damage, damage by four. Yes. Fuck you. you. <laughs> I, <laughs> yes, sneak attack damage. Right. Uh, give me one second. Mike left all his d6s somewhere else. You just go and find them all. All right. So I. <laughs> Did uh, 19 damage uh, plus my, three. My, Sorry, uh, so 22, and then minus four. Yes. So 18. Oh fuck! I forgot to roll my 1d4 for lightning. Oh, roll your 1d4 for lightning. Uh, one. So 23. So 19. 19 okay. damage is how much I do. Okay, great. Uh, when you stab my swishy, the your tiny toothpick of a my swishy. Um, you stab it into this creature the other one vanishes I see what you did there and I like kind of like touch my eye and like point at him it's a clever move it turns like sort of like shifts around to look at you and it's angrily growling again and it seems to split itself again um, and it makes attacks at disadvantage and misses. Yes. Um, Javetto's feeling pretty good. Uh, Javetto thinks he's got an idea of how these guys work. Okay. Um, So he's going to use a turn to uh, stealth check again, mm-hmm. and try and slide under slide under the one that's next to him. Or mm-hmm. I guess they're both the kind on, of are, but that's yeah, fine. Let's say the one on the right. Sure. Um, and that is a twenty. Yep. You and are so successful. On the other side, he's going to cast Mage Hand. Okay. And that's oh, and then I guess I can use my uh, my bonus action here to control the mage hand. Yeah, because you your cunning action. What does your cunning action use your bonus action? Uh, my cunning action is my bonus action. But I'll let you use your move action as your bonus action. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. Um, so I'm going to control Mage Hand with the bonus or the move and try and pass the Mage Hand through one of the uh, the the one that I just slid under. I'm going to try and pass the Mage Hand through the body of it. Okay. You know what Here, I mean? Yes. Here's what happens. Your Mage Hand stops as though it has hit something solid. Then it seems to almost push its way through a little bit and then 
blinks out of existence. Okay. I'm going to keep my eye on that one. Okay. Um, it turns to look at you as well as the other one. They both close in and they make attacks. Okay. This time they both hit. Okay. Ooh. You got lucky. Uh-oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> that's for six bludgeoning and one piercing. Yeah. So just a glancing blow. Sure. And the other one is seven bludgeoning and one piercing. Great. Um, Gebetto is looking bloody. Okay. Uh, uh, he, yeah, the like the the second one comes down, and when it when it connects, it really fucking gets him good. Where do what are you at? Uh, fifteen out yeah. of forty one. Yeah, yeah, that that hits hard. Um, okay, uh, it's your turn. Great. Uh, the one that like stopped the mage hand and then had it fizzle out. Uh, that's the one he's gonna slide under again and try and come up on the other side. Alright, roll a stealth check. Uh, that is 26. Yeah, that'll do it. Great. And just regular attack, right? Not a Regular advantage. attack. Regular okay. attack. Fuck. Uh, that is not going to do it. That is 12. That actually will do it. Ooh, cool. Great. Fucking potion of diminution. Uh, all right, so that is six, ten, sixteen, seventeen, twenty damage. Minus two. Okay, so eighteen damage. Okay, Ooh, there we go. And then uh, the other one blinks out of existence, doesn't it? The other one blinks out of existence. Uh, this creature is looking pretty hurt. Uh, like, like it has just started to form blood. Okay. Um, it turns and it growls again, uh, and you see it split itself apart. At least it tries to, uh, but you've managed to get it back into the dangerous terrain or the uh, the the rough terrain. Mm-hmm. And it can't seem to get its footing to split. Cool. Uh, so go ahead. Oh, right. well, it still attacks. Yeah, I was going to say it must. But it misses with both. Cool. But um, it does take it does take two swings at you. Okay. Interesting. I thought you might want that little piece of information. You know I do. <laughs> cool. Uh, okay. Uh, Gibetto. He is going to He's going to cast Color Spray Ooh, on the creature. Okay. Um, 
and it affects 60, 10 hit points in ascending order of current hit, hit points, and creatures are blinded. So, oh, okay. And there's no save. I have, so I just have to roll high on this 60, 10. One, two, three, four, five, six. All right. Come on, Gebetto, get him. All right, so we have got six, 12, 14, uh, 19, 21, 30. 30 is not enough. No! Damn. Okay. Well, that's fine. Um, Gebetto will use his uh, bonus action to disengage and again take 15 feet uh, away from the beast. Uh, okay. 10 feet away. Okay. Um, yeah, it moves off the rough terrain and jumps over to you, splits itself again, and makes two attacks. It hits with one of them. Okay. Four, six bludgeoning, and one piercing. Okay. Cool. Um... Gebetto is going to Hey, real quick, remind me how many uh how many hit points does a potion of healing heal? Two D four plus two. Okay. Uh that is not enough to make it worth it. Uh <laughs> But I, I let you take them as a bonus action, if they're for oh, yourself. Oh, yes, they are for myself. Right, uh, right. I um, figured you weren't giving it to the creature. <laughs> correct. Uh, yeah. So Giovanni then will go ahead and stealth stealth check to slide under and um, fuck up the one on the left. Okay, stealth. Uh, it's gonna be sixteen. 16's not enough. Okay. So you do not negate his advantage. That's fine. Um, and then I am going to go ahead and try and my swishy him anyway. So that'll be a disadvantage, right? Correct. Okay. Fuck. Uh, oh, wait. 5 and 8 is 13. That hits. Yeah. Because the other one was 16 that I rolled. I rolled a 16 and a 5. And so I do not get sneak attack because I was not stealthy. Correct. So I do 8, 9, 10, 11 damage. Minus 1. 10 damage. And then as my uh, bonus action, I'm going to drink one of those potions. As a chance to survive one more attack. Ooh! Uh, seven, eight, nine. I heal nine, nine points of damage. 
So you're at 17? Yes. Okay. Uh, I dropped a die. Uh, The creatures make their attack. They sort of like wind their way back toward you. They're they seem to be getting really pissed. Yeah, I bet. Like that you are so small and hard to hit. Oh my god. Sexy. So I rolled them with disadvantage. (laughs) They both rolled (laughs) twenties. But then they both missed. Yes. Oh thank god. Oh man. That would have been bad news. But I just want you to know that they simul- I simultaneously rolled 20 on two dice. <laughs> Gibetto would have been a very sad boy. <laughs> just a little tiny sad boy. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> in an alternate reality, Gibetto just died. <laughs> right. Yeah, in one of the multiverses, Gibetto is dead as fuck. That's right. All right. Uh stealth check again trying to trying to confuse him a little bit run run between the front two paws and then out the back two paws just straight on through oh uh, no cutting poke him in the poke him in the bum bum on the way by the bum bum <laughs> hey nat 20 on that stealth check so 27 all right uh yeah so you you go through and actually, this time you're so stealthy that you, like, sort of trip one a little bit on your way by, um, mm-hmm. and pff, disappears. There's just one, so make cool. an, an attack at advantage. Cool. Uh, sixteen and eight is twenty-four. Hits. So that'll hit, and I roll some damage, and six, ten minus one. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. So 19. Okay, yeah, it's looking really hurt. Uh, but it splits again and makes attacks at you. <sighs> Nothing. It misses? Yep, it misses. Hell yeah. All right, and... When you say really hurt, you mean like real hurt, right? It's looking pretty hurt. Like pretty solidly hurt. Uh, you, I mean, I'm not, it look, yeah, yeah, it, it looks, looks hurt. V hurt. You do catch out of the corner of your eye that all of the guards have like bolted down out of that stairwell and are trying to make their way around to this building. Sure. Uh, that's fine. I would like for them to come up on the roof and fight this thing. <laughs> so that's great. Um, Gibetto's feeling pretty good. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tell you, Anthony. Okay. Gibetto's feeling pretty confident right now. With his seventeen hit points, he's feeling pretty yeah. good. Okay. Yeah, Gibetto's feeling pretty good. Okay. Uh, Gibetto's looking at this thing. He misses. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna cast sleep. Oh, okay. He's so desperate to have magic happen and have it actually do something. Cast sleep? Um, and it affects, uh, let's see, 22 hit points worth of creatures? 
Yeah, uh, Gibetto desperately tries to weave the spell in front of him um, as these two creatures sort of move in close to him. And you, f- you fire off the spell uh, and the magic washes over the creature whose eyes begin to droop and it falls asleep. Yes! And the other one disappears. Finally! Yeah, just the one sleeping quietly in front of you. Um. Cool. And it takes like a a purposeful action. We've decided to wake something from sleep, right? Like or damage, pretty, right? Yes. Uh, so Gibetto is gonna try and pet this thing because, like the the like the splitting, the like the the mage hand things specifically is super weird to him so he wants to know what that feels like in real life like now with a real hand. okay yeah so you step forward and you put your, put a hand on this creature it is totally solid huh okay hmm uh, Gibetto's gonna coup de gras it then I guess um, so I think you just take an attack at advantage is that how that works I think so well that's what we'll do okay an attack that's at advantage will probably finish it off so <laughs> that's a bold claim uh, uh, okay cool let's go ahead and do that and it is a, a 16 no a 20 to hit. Yep, that's that works. And then let's see how much damage it does. Maybe coup de gras are actually something else. That's fine. Just do it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they might God. be automatic criticals, though. I literally rolled three ones on that out of five dice. And then the next one was a two. Uh, so five and five is 10 plus three is 13. It's still enough. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, you stab the sword down through, um, and it's like sort of wakes up for a second, but then just sort of melts away into a uh, shadow almost. Oh, yeah. Any attack that hits you is a critical hit if the attacker was, is within five feet of you. For All right, so you, people. you definitely would have killed it. Yeah. Um, and, but the, uh, the glowing yellow crystal stays around. And sort of hovers in the air. So its body disappeared? Yes. And bursting up onto the roof comes the large group of guards. And how big is this crystal? Um, It's probably your size since you're a foot and a half tall. God, fuck. Or almost two uh, feet tall. Gebetto is going to cross his fingers and reach out and try and grab it like with both arms like a yeah, hug you wrap yourself around the crystal and instantly you feel that that sensation again the whirling the the sound the lights the rushing oh the twisting the pulling the bending the crushing the flash of yellow light
Hey guys, DM Anthony here again. Just another reminder that if you enjoy the show, to tell your friends. Also, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, like, and follow. All of our links and other exciting stuff can be found on adventureinc.podbean.com. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you next week. Next time on Adventure Incorporated. What did this man look like that cut your commander down? <sighs> he- He was a dwarf in heavy armor. I I had never seen him before, but an older fellow. Oh. Uh, Dwarf in heavy armor. Dwarf in heavy armor, you say? Okay.